This episode of the Crow Pod is brought to you by Rascals Creative. Best book events, live entertainment. They got filming and production work. They can do all that stuff for you. Check out rascals-creative.co.uk. And by our friends Copeland Streetwear. You can find them at copelandstreetwear.co.uk. And, of course, the famous. Find them at thefamousheadwear.co.uk. If you would like to support the Crow Pod and get your name out here to thousands of bears across the Crow Pod Network and Heart and Hand Networks, all you gotta do is go to copelandroad.org, click on the support button, or scroll down in the show notes where you're listening right now, click on the support link, uh, select the $10 a month option, and then uh, just reach out, let me know what you need me to say for your business or charity, and we will get that out on every single episode of the Crow Pod. So don't forget, just visit the copelandroad.org, and now let's start the show. Cropot contains language and themes which may not be suitable for anybody. That's my culture you're talking about. <laughs> Go fuck yourself and I apologize. episode of the crow pod a shorter episode today and uh of course joining me david edgar hi david how are you <laughs> hi shane uh yeah. I, I told you the, hello today yeah. sucks today absolutely sucks yep. uh just yeah a bit like walter jimmy was just one of those mm-hmm. guys you couldn't imagine not ever being around and well that's i know. mean I'm, i'll be 38 next month and yeah. She's been there the entire time. So Yeah. Yeah. Um just absolute staple figure and and he was there right up until he couldn't be. You know, yeah. I mean no no retirement, no time away. He was just literally he was there on Sunday. Um yeah. which yeah. I think adds to the shock, but um he really did give his life to Rangers. I mean it's it, mm-hmm. that simple. He gave his life to to Rangers and um yeah, you just need to look at the tributes coming in from players from different countries, different eras. It's all the same, um, yeah. and that tells you everything, really. Yeah. Yeah, I uh, I don't know. This uh, well, you know, like you said, just like with Walter, it kind of tends to be that I get home from work and as I'm trying to go to bed, mm-hmm. the the WhatsApps are you know. Mm-hmm. Group texts start going off, and it's like, nah, I kind of want to go to bed before this is a fish. Okay, there it is. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> All right. Well, I, this sucks now. <laughs> I woke. I woke up to it. And, yeah. Uh, yeah. Not the best. The the thing. He, you're absolutely right. Like he is that guy that you always just picture him there, and uh, the place will not be the same without him. Um, one thing I will note is that um there's kind of a thing of like when when you're online and social media it's not just who's following you but who's blocking you 
<laughs> that you can you can gauge sort of how popular you are and also to that end who's doing flame wars on you um i have no idea who their kit manager is now they have songs about him yeah just to tell you how important he is to us and how granular their uh, our our detractors are in trying to find something against us and the fact that he was you know to to a person that just speaks to our organization that everyone is important and he had a very important role both on the park and the operations of the of of the of the uh, of the team but he was uh, uh i would say sort of like a uh, like a moral not like a moral compass almost like like yeah, he he, was. He, yeah. he 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 could he gave the pulse of that of that room and if any new player needed to come in and figure out what was what in the team talk with him for 10 minutes yeah and, and that, that that that's it i mean the, the word that keeps being used by the the players uh is standards and mm. you know i spoke to 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 kevin thompson this morning about it and he's he's heartbroken and, and it was the first thing he said he said jimmy reminded you of the standards jimmy reminded you of what this club meant and what it was about and that you couldn't you couldn't dip below that and as you say Todd he did it for all the players all the new players coming mm-hmm. in and uh, he, he was because especially you know as, as he'd been there the, the longer he'd been there he could reference he could say mm-hmm. you know there's that, that brilliant story Josh Windass told this morning where he said uh, I asked Jimmy for a pair of gloves and he looked at me and said Brian Loudrop never wore gloves son and it was just <laughs> it, it was just that wee reminder of you know remember that that you know what you need to aspire to, what the level is here. Um, and I think that, yeah, it is important. And this is the thing, you know, someone, uh, and I apologise, it would be one of our listeners, but I don't uh, I don't remember who, but I, I saw a thing on Twitter, he said, well, how do you replace somebody that was a knowledge bank, a mentor, uh, you know, good at his job, of course, um, but so much more. And the simple answer is you don't, you know, you, you can't, you can't replace somebody with, you know, 40 years of knowledge, experience, you know, the amount of stuff he soaked up. He was there for 41 of our trophies, almost a third of the yeah. trophies that Rangers have won. I mean, that managers come and go, players come and go. He was always there. And, you know, even on Sunday, there he was, you know, he's, he's out there doing the substitutions, he's out there preparing. Um, and it, it, it's kind of fitting that, you know, the last goal he saw was against Celtic. Mm-hmm. But, I think it adds another layer of of sadness that you know we really I, I wish he could have seen Thursday night I really do mm-hmm. because I think it's it would have been something incredible but you know sudden sudden passings are cruel mm-hmm. you know I know that that long illnesses are cruel in their own way as well but the hole that it leaves a sense of shock before you can even get to the to the grief and and it will be strange on Thursday night. It'll be strange mm-hmm. that he isn't there. It'll be strange for the staff and for the players and for the fans and yeah, it's just it just sucks. It just absolutely sucks. And he's he's you know sixty nine these days is no age. And if anybody, nah, if anybody deserved a long and happy retirement, it was him. Um, yeah. There's been a bit of talk this morning about Hall of Fame and ours doesn't have a non playing or managing mm-hmm. category and I think it should because there are plenty of great servants throughout the history of the club yeah. that have 
being a mm-hmm. part of the fabric. The fucking Harry, I mean, just the, the main... Doddy, straight away, yeah. Yeah. straight yeah. away. Tiny, the, the receptionist, yeah. mm-hmm. was there for decades. Uh, they spring to mind, but it would be so fitting if Rangers were to kick off the, yeah. the that wing, which will fill up quickly, because mm-hmm. there are so many great servants of this club. Being a great football club is not just about being a great football team. Mm-hmm. And, I, and I refer you to Manchester City as an example of that. That you can't buy history and standards and values, which Rangers have, and therefore representing the people who established and continued those, I think would be would be a thing to do. So, um, yeah, that's that's definitely something that that needs done in the longer term. I would say. Mm-hmm. Well. In uh, in lighter news, one last thing I would love on Thursday if we get Roof back, and this is one of my favorite moments of of Jimmy. I would love it if in Testament, um, Roof went on with a shirt on the back that said R O F F E, <laughs> because when he took the field, every commentator feed that I listened to said no one's going to tell Jimmy. No one. <laughs> if it's uh, to be honest, if Jimmy says the boy's name's Roth, the boy's name it's is Roth. Yeah, right. Yeah. And it's that simple. Uh, there's a just incidentally, and I've told this story on on Heart and Hand, but I want to tell it here as well because I think it's important to remember that this guy knew what he was doing. On top of everything, he was very good at what he did. And uh, I got a story told to me about when Rangers were on a European trip in the last couple of seasons and uh, they have a pre-match meeting up with the other club in the UEFA delegate and apparently this UEFA delegate was very officious, you know, very yeah. uh, I'm in charge, real, real bureaucrat and he was annoying both clubs really with just, so uh, you have to tell them what you're going to wear and not just you know what top but you need to tell them training gear and, and like you know boots and length of tape that you'll be using. you know it really is that that meticulous and jimmy's going through and eventually the the guy uh says ah well you, you can't wear that and jimmy says no we can and he said no you can't it's against regulations he went no it's not we can't wear it and he said uh mr bell i think i know the rules and Jimmy pulls out of his pocket the UEFA rule book, flips straight to the bit and says, there. And he said, and the guy's face just got redder and redder and redder. And then he went, okay, and stormed out the room. <laughs> <laughs> so J- Jimmy knew UEFA's rules better than UEFA did. And that was it. Cause he, he, you know, hey, he, he, guess what else is trending right below Catholic? UEFA. <laughs> oh. Well, a large part of that is the uh, uh, the UEFA yeah. uh, Europa League final ticket ballot. Nice. The UEFA one, not the club one, obviously, right. because the mm-hmm. clubs, we don't know who's getting there yet. Uh, I, I, I was just, I, 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 I don't know if he's tweeted about it yet, but uh, Josh Windass, for everything he didn't do for us, mm-hmm. always gave you one favorite things from him of course was that jimmy would tell him every single day that brian loudrup was a real number 11 not <laughs> very important i think yes. um yeah. but but you know that that that's been I, i've got i do have some good news for you lads on this this really sad day um mm-hmm. and for the listeners that uh i got a ticket oh so that, that's, well, thank god that's good well uh <laughs> I, knew, I knew I knew it would make you yeah you know, a wee bit a wee bit happier. Um, as you can imagine, all of my friends are are doing that thing, and and secretly we all love this. And don't lie, listeners, because you're the same. 
And and by the way, I'm sorry. If we, we'll probably tell a few jokes and tell a few stories. And I can understand if you don't want to listen to it now, folks. But it's you know when we feel shit, this is what we do. Right? Yeah, we right. tell a few daft stories. So um, that's that's what we're going to do for the next half an hour or so. So if, yeah. if you don't want to listen, that's absolutely fine. I understand if you're not in the mood for it. But um, as I say, it's just our coping mechanism. And um, so I love love when friends are really really jealous and don't want to come across as being really really jealous so instead through gritted teeth say to you oh that's great but they they don't mean it and we all secretly love that don't we because it makes it even more special so this morning you know in our whatsapp group people go i didn't get one didn't get one didn't get one i went and had a check got one i sent Mm -hmm. back saying well, I got one, and they're all like, "Oh, that's that's brilliant! I'm really happy for you." No, you're not. No, you're not. You're really upset, aren't you? Um, so that I'm actually I'm actually very happy for you because I can't make it anyway. So yeah. enjoy. So yeah. you don't care, yeah? No, that you genuinely. We need boots on the ground here. It's fine. Yeah, it's fine. Yeah, you, yeah. you you are genuinely okay with it, but um, uh, and I think you've got to be just uh, you have a good level of friendship with somebody if you can say you prick. <laughs> how did you get one here's a secret folks because uh, i'm two for two in uefa ballots i got in 2008 as well which i'm taking as an omen incidentally because i'm clinging on to anything ahead i of mean I'm, I'm kind of taking this as an omen how yeah, fucking pissed they looked uh, yesterday so. yeah well that that helped and, and oh by the way can i just thank german football as a whole because um red bull but i think we were all surprised to see that we were playing on they were playing on the Monday night, you know. That seems well, I, I mean, but they, they yeah. couldn't. They they don't play on May first in Germany. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So um, they couldn't but, play on Saturday because that was yeah. A right. But, but right, I think we were all a little bit surprised that they weren't playing. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. Even yeah. even Scottish, if he wouldn't make us play on the Monday night, right? He, right. They, even they wouldn't do that to us. I mean, yeah, but, no, they'd make us play six games in 14 yeah, days. Cut, but, cut, cut to next year since they're, you know, pull out the notes as they're going, hang on, uh-huh. I have an idea. Well, they, they'd, make was, us play, they'd make us play the cup final two days after a European yeah, final. Right, but, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know. <laughs> I was very, very surprised because European club, you know, European leagues are usually so much more accommodating, aren't they? I mean, they all, we always yeah. hear about it, oh, they got the week off, etc., because they're concentrating on the, the European game. We know what happens. Um, so I asked uh, someone that's, I'd been speaking to uh, about the trip, you know, to Germany. Um, he, he does a podcast, Germany Max. Uh, and uh, I said, this seems really weird. And he said, yes, they asked Borussia Mönchengladbach if they would agree to postpone the match. And BMG said, no, because everyone in Germany hates Red Bull Leipzig. Yeah. <laughs> <So>. <laughs> I don't want to figure the, uh, the issue was going to be there. Yeah, that was it. And basically... Yeah. Borussia were out at no, and yeah. the the German FA who would normally have stepped in had it been Bayern Munich or Borussia Dortmund or you know Schalke or whoever or or, uh, or a club that isn't an energy drink. Basically. Yeah, basically. Mm-hmm. They, yeah, yeah. They would, so yeah. so Red Bull went to them and they went, well, no, no. Um, well, yeah. Well, and then you got Eintracht Frankfurt that's basically a sausage factory. So. Nobody yeah. really cares about them. I, I mean, well, the thing is, is that you know we beat Borussia Dortmund. And then if we were to beat um, Red Bull, they're both better than Eintracht Frankfurt. So, yeah. you know, it, it, progressively it's it's all looking good. But yeah, as I say, you can get omens either way, depending on 
what you're after mm-hmm. um, for for Thursday night. But I'm clinging to the fact that, right, well, I got one 2008. Although somebody said, yeah, but then we lost in 2008. So then it stops being an omen if we get through. And then right. I'm going to cast that aside as an omen and it'll be totally, mm-hmm. totally and utterly different. One thing I will say, guys, you would have absolutely, if you do get the chance, right, if you're ever in Leipzig, go and see the Red Bull Stadium because mm-hmm. it's, it's wild. Oh, Probably, it's amazing. Yeah. But... Well, yeah, right. Inside, yes, it's a very modern bowl. They did it up for the 2006 World Cup. One of the reasons yeah. Red Bull yeah. selected Leipzig is they had this stadium. But they haven't touched the outside of it, which is ah. still this communist era nice. shithole. I mean, it's so like, a, like just brutalist. Uh... Yes, mm-hmm. yeah. everything is grey and square and small and uh, i mean it really looks like you know what it was east german 19 you know 1950s design mm-hmm. and yeah, they yeah. haven't touched they haven't touched it but then you get into the stadium and everything is first class you know perfect because mm-hmm. red bull supply them with everything including right. right red bull i have to say did look after us up the press area so we go in and they've got a buffet man those german Press guys are in for a shock at Ibrox on Thursday. And they turn up and they are given nothing, right? Rangers don't even give you a fucking glass of water, okay? It's, take your own or starve, okay? So right. I was explaining this to them and they're going, no. And I'm like, yeah. yeah. <laughs> See, I, I want you to bring a sandwich um, or you will not eat uh, or you'll buy or you can buy something, but... Um, mm-hmm. You know, that, that's your lot. But we go in and, yeah, as I say, there's a buffet and they're feeding us and there's all these drinks. And I'm like, well, I don't want to sit and drink Red Bull all night. I want to sleep. So right. I picked up this can with orange juice, right, and drank mm-hmm. it. Uh, and then they actually brought drinks up throughout the game, which I've never seen before. They, they sent a wee kind of Dolly Bird waitress up um, and cheese. So I'm sticking to my own stuff. And then one of the, one of the guys who Rangers Review, Derek, said to me, hey, Davey, you better calm down on that stuff. I was like, no, no, this is orange. I'm not drinking Red Bull. He went, ah, yeah. And I was like, <laughs> I says, I know it's Red Bull, you know, make, but it's it's obviously a European one. He went, Davey, read the can. Oh, for fuck's sake. <laughs> Honestly, didn't sleep. I, I had about six cans of this stuff. And I was fucking flying, man. I mean, it's almost, it is a stimulant. It's like mm-hmm. coming up on an E if you drink enough of it. Um, yeah. So I was absolutely wired to the moon, um, which was just, you know, but well done for looking after Red Bull. But you can let someone have a drink that isn't, even the water was Red Bull water and it was full of caffeine as well. Mm-hmm. <laughs> They're, they're, they're worried about our coffee intake. You know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, yeah, I, I would like us if you know, I mean, the advocates retire. Maybe could help us out. We could find whatever waters in St. Petersburg we're drinking back in two thousand eight. Yeah, yeah. Just, just for the next couple yeah. weeks. Yeah. Special Russian Special water. Special Russian water. <laughs> but you mix up very thickly and then inject into your ass. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> Dasan, uh, I'm trying to think. Dasvadasanya, something. Like uh, yeah. <laughs> I see what you did there. That was very clever. Yeah. Well done, you. <laughs> so Parkhead on on Sunday. I yeah. Think, thought we were yeah. a bit lucky, to be honest. It, it was. Um, it, it, I I never. It's been a long time since I left an old firm game. Going okay. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, that's fine. I, mean, I wasn't I, massively I, I, bothered about it. I mean, obviously you get into it during it, but right. 
I was kind of the same as you. I mean, even like the second it ended, I was like, right, so Thursday. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Well, you know, it was. It ended, you know, probably a couple minutes too yeah. early. Shockingly, mm-hmm. it's weird oh, how yeah. they only yeah. found two minutes of stoppage time with with four. six seven seven Four. Subs, yeah. Seven yeah. substitutes and a goal. But four. Yeah. Four minutes and, yeah. and, and an extra time in fifteen, yeah, a quarter. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But yeah, yeah. Uh, well, I, and but well no. done, well done. The the esteemed Francis O'Connor, uh, mm-hmm. really the great job running that near side line. That was uh, that was impeccable. Mm-hmm. Right. Well, it de- it depends what you <laughs> what you want from from. Mm-hmm. I mean, I just point to, I, I've honestly never seen offsides like in these last two old firm games where it's no. been. You know, uh, you can understand. You you get frustrated if it's marginal and they always mm-hmm. go against you, right? But right. but they have at least a point of argument. It was three yards both yeah. times. Yeah. Uh, you yeah. know, like Stevie Wonder was sitting there saying, "Come on," yeah. you know, it, it was that far. Just absolutely dreadful. Yeah. Yeah, I don't. Uh, I, it was weird seeing Fashion mad. <laughs> yes, <laughs> and right? he was. Quite livid. <laughs> he was. Um, <laughs> we should mic him. It's like, oh my god, he sounds like McGregor. <laughs> oh god. Yeah, I, was, I don't. Whatever. I mean, like David said, fuck it. It's all about yeah, Thursday. It's it, David raised the the perfect point on on the pod, which was in if if we pull off what we need to pull off, no one's gonna. Everyone's gonna go Celtic one. What? Oh, no, yeah. yeah. Hundred yeah. percent. Like it won't matter. No. Yeah. Well, uh, just, we got three games left to win. One in a row. Three games left to win. That's yeah. It. That's yeah. it. Yeah, it was it was pretty cute. Their, their manager doing the, the, the. If you want to know about Scottish success in Europe, look at this trophy that they won before I was born. Right. Like, yes. Yeah. Oh yeah. my god. You know, mm-hmm. yeah. <laughs> what was your favorite part of that game, Ange? Yeah. Yeah. Well, I'm sure he was listening on his radio. Yes, yes. so many of their fans have in mm-hmm. the past. Yes. <laughs> well, you guys oh. were talking about trending uh, topics. Uh, this yeah. is the filter that comes through in Canada. Um, for me, anyway, RIP Jimmy off the top. Um, then there's devastating and Ontario back to back. So that it's like kind of the pivot point between the two. Um, and then um, to round it out, KD flavor debate. <laughs> Craft dinner flavor debate. Flavor spelled properly. Um, yeah, see, that's the, where, the, that's where the I tenth sit. amendment. The uh, the tenth amendment has just entered the uh, the U.S. trends now. So right. I mean, it's just great that you know. I, I believe last week, Todd, you asked when the United States would would enter the hands what was it, the handmade sale portion right of our uh, history, and uh, I regret to inform you, it's it's. Now it's happened. <laughs> yes. Going to make um, a fortune though with the cross-border, um, you know, traffic now that's coming up to civilization, Todd. Oh, I, I know. Would, it's, get, it's, Jesus, get there's up. going to be a whole bunch of people. Like they're going to have to start, you know, opening up clinics and on routes. Oh yeah, yeah. So you just pull off the highway, you know, I get I a Tim Hortons, Hortons and. and that's, yeah. The <laughs> other thing. The other thing that um, I think is going to happen, because they're not going to stop here, right? Let's let's be honest. I can no, see no. banning light bulbs, um, right, and and cameras 
because they'll be like, ah, oh, you stole my soul. Would yes. you take a photograph of me? So, mm-hmm. you know, anyone wanting like wedding photos is going to have to drive to Canada to get uh, to get a memory of it. I honestly, God, Shane, I, I think your government will not be happy until America has been returned to the 1790s. Mm-hmm. No, I, 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 honestly, I mean, well, you know, of course, it was Sam Alito's decision that got leaked, and all oh, this is to try to intimidate any conservative justice i mean for what it's probably one of his clerks that's like this guy's fucking absolutely lost his mind and Mm -hmm. and in in typical alito fashion it's just rambling um just every like culture war buzzword i mean he's like a walking fox news cryon Mm -hmm. uh, that just happens to be you know one of the nine most important people in the world but no I, i they don't stop here because once they've got this, I mean, honestly, like Griswold v. Connecticut, which is the one that gives married people the right to use or choose contraception techniques, mm-hmm. it's probably next. Uh, any kind of LGBTQ rights oh, yeah. gained over the past 20 years are going to get fucking ripped up. Gay marriage I would say that gone. one's probably next. I yeah, think, well, I and, think, then, I and think then we can go back, uh, was it Loving v. Virginia, I think, is the one for uh, that allowed blacks and whites to marry. That's mm-hmm. probably on the chopping block. So, yeah, I, I um, yeah, I mean, what, once again, like I said, you know, Catholic is trending, and that's because seven of the nine justices are Catholics. Mm-hmm. So it's crazy. We, we, we've had, I think, 115 Supreme Court justices, right? Mm-hmm. Fifteen in that entire time have been Catholic. Right. Seven of them are sitting right now. So yeah. if you wonder what their worldview is, this is it. And then yeah. as I point out to David, right before we get out here, a friend of mine, Dan O'Sullivan, who is of the Irish Catholic persuasion, but he said he recently just made it to Ireland uh, for the first time. And he's realized that it is now a more progressive state it is, than yes. the United yeah. States is. Yeah. So. Oh, you you guys are hurtling backwards at a quite impressive speed. Oh no, it's mm-hmm. it's not. Yeah. You I know, mean, I'll, I'll be shocked if we're allowed to have the internet at home anymore. <laughs> well, look at what you use it for. You you look at to look at pictures of naked ladies, and uh, I oh, can actually. Yeah. See so do they. What's this? Well, so do they. I uh, <laughs> in the House of Commons, um, yeah. but American American porn is going to go back to oh look at shapely ankles. Um, <laughs> you know, it's going to go back to her scut only goes as far as a sock. Mm. Um, I can't. Not wait to get myself onto Shin Hub. Oh yeah, it's get, get the terms done just now. Shapelyankle.com. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> yeah, you know, bluepetticoat.com. You, you, you know, surprisingly, this all fits under the hateflags.com umbrella. It really does. Yeah, just get these, get these brand names bought. Mm-hmm. And look, there are some things we don't like about progress. There's nothing you can really do to stop them. Um, this is the problem. Um, but America has determined that you can, in fact, put toothpaste back into a tube. Mm-hmm. Uh, and you can't. You can't uninvent things. That's that's the problem. History tells right. us that. Look at prohibition. Right. Yeah. You know, mm-hmm. yet, yeah, look, don't get me wrong. See if alcohol was invented tomorrow, it would be banned. Okay. Yes. Um, yes. There's zero doubt whatsoever about that. But it hasn't been and it won't be. And you, you, you just, there are things in life that you've got to accept that unless they are blatantly illegal, that you've got to, to just put up with them. Um, mm-hmm. Although I, um, I discovered a, a brilliant, brilliant, I don't know if you, you get this, 
Shane, you, you might well do. Brilliant magazine, American History, um, which okay. is like a monthly magazine. It's absolutely yep. fantastic. Um, and it had an article in it about the, uh, I think his name was, was Consort, the, the porn breaker of the late 19th century who basically drove around states looking for porn uh, mm-hmm. and if he, it, it, but if he couldn't find any, he would go to a shop that sold, you know, like saucy postcards and bust them instead. Mm-hmm. And this guy should be a figure of fun in the 21st century, not the model for progress. Yeah, no, mm. it's um. Well, it's I, over I, here. I, they're wanking in the House of Commons. Yeah. You know, it's 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 crazy. <laughs> it's almost like people were warned that. Um, you know, if you like the American version of Alan Sugar and then just on the back of mm-hmm. the guarantee that you're going to get three of the most horrible people possible selected right. to the Supreme Court, that this is what will happen. And they still yeah. what? No, nah, but 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 her emails, her mm-hmm. her, her emails are terrible. Yes. Yeah. Well, yeah. OK. Yeah. So, so okay. is living in a fucking police state. <laughs> so Codify cool. and flood the court. Yeah. Two steps right now. I, it's it's fucking, out, fucking it's, it's seeing this is the, I mean, we've been talking about this for almost two years now. Mm-hmm. The the expansion of the Supreme Court. Oh, you can't do that. Why? Well, why not? Your tradition. It's just how it is. They don't okay, play but, by but, tradition. But well, they don't. yeah, it, it yeah. also it doesn't say that in the Constitution. It doesn't say in the Constitution that the court needs to be nine people. No. So if your whole argument is that all this stuff doesn't actually exist in the Constitution, well, that's not in there either. Mate, so, mate, mate, FDR couldn't get that caught. He tried, right? And he mm-hmm. couldn't get it done. Nobody can do it. If St. FDR of New York <laughs> couldn't get well, it done, he, he, he ain't getting it done. He, that's because he got them to stop trying to take apart the New Deal. Yeah, right. uh, at least while he was alive, of course, they've spent, you know, 70 years since completely dismantling every part of that, which mm-hmm. worked really well. I don't oh, know man. if anybody if anybody noticed. Not only did we rebuild our economy in about seven years, but we also, you know, helped beat Germany and beat Japan pretty much single handedly. So, mm-hmm. you know. <laughs> the Soviet, Soviet Union put their hand up there. No, I'm not, uh, I'm not, yeah, yeah, right. Yeah. Right. That, that's why we're oh, fuck, no, no, I've got to drop a bomb. By the way, how yeah. clever, how clever are we, right? Or, you know, here's our weekly war bit, folks, for those of you who only can hear us, right? How clever are the Brits, right? Here we are, this tiny little nation, only got 60 million people. You've got, you know, six times that. Russia, fuck. I mean, they killed that in a year back then, didn't they? Uh, <laughs> of their own citizens, right? And we go to war, and we win, and we, we make loads of decisions, right? Uh, and we let you guys and the Soviets do most of the work. That's fucking genius. You bow yeah, down. Project and, management. And, and, and you let us bankroll rebuilding all of Europe. It was we good. didn't really want you to rebuild Europe. That <laughs> right. was on you. We yeah. weren't like, happy to just leave them to it. No, no, that's <laughs> you can't blame us. You decided, oh, we need to feed these Belgians. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> uh, that was, that was no, on you. No, no. David, Funny, that's like, that's that's not brilliant. That's project management. That's literally well, like like the British uniform should be khaki pants, those slip-on shoes with the tassels, a white-collared shirt, and a blackberry hanging off the belt. That's yeah, well, what it should be. The best human being of all time, genuinely, is Herbert Hoover, because Herbert Hoover probably saved at both world wars. Probably ended up saving around about the estimate is 17 million people from starvation. Yeah. Now. 
if you're going to put your achievement list up against mm-hmm. anybody's, right, I think a, a Trump card is... I saved 17 million lives. I don't mm-hmm. see anyone in the whole history. Mother Teresa, back in the fucking queue, okay? <laughs> um, right. Big Hair Peter has saved 17 million. I mean, I think if you save 17 people's lives, it's quite impressive. I think if you save one person's life, it's quite impressive. 17 million is is absolutely fantastic. So, you know, let, let's start calling him Mother mm-hmm. to Hoover. I think. Uh, kind of a spotty record. It wasn't a great between the wars, 17 but... <laughs> million people said, I think some things overcome the fact that you weren't a great president, you know? I think that, you know, that, that one, as I say, is a, a pretty good card to to play uh, in that particular department. Uh, but uh, what, what, what can you do? Poor Herbert. Everyone just goes, oh, depression, um, because he didn't quite understand money basically which is odd because yeah. so much of it but um you know I, it was it, if nothing else it should be remembered that that was an era of great hats <laughs> <laughs> and uh I've, because i've actually i bought a new coat for thursday night right uh-huh. um because i've been abusing martin lately um martin's a very well-dressed guy martin's probably the second best dressed guy at heart hand right so, right. um, the last four matches he's been at, he's done the same hoodie. So, the other day when I saw him, photograph of him at Parkhead, I was like, oh, you're getting your money's worth out of that hoodie, aren't you? And of course, straight away he went, what? And I was like, Martin Wintap, I'm calling you. He's like, it's just perfect for this, you know, for spring football. And I'm like, okay, mate, just that's what you want to do. That's how I always picture you in it. So I guarantee he's going to turn up on Thursday in a brand new outfit looking like, <laughs> like, like four grand worth of gear. So I thought, well, I better not. After slagging him, I better buy a new coat. So um, I bought a new coat. And I was trying to think about what kind of hat would go with it. Now, it's like a... You know, it's like a gentleman's Mac overcoat thing, right? Quite, quite smart. So you can't wear a baseball cap with it, can you? Or you'll look like yeah, Tony Cam Shanty, or you yes. go so far as to be the guy wearing well, a bowler. What is the next hat? That's the <laughs> thing. Right? Back in those days, you just nailed it. You could go a straw botter. You could mm-hmm. go uh, or straw botter even, not mm-hmm. straw botter. Yeah. Um, yeah. You could go. And members pork. of straw bottles. You could mm-hmm. go pork pie. You could go straw hat. You could yeah. go cap you could go i mean they were like um, baker boy cap you know you could yep. you hit that what have we got these days nothing yeah. that's what no hats for the yeah. people who, the who need the hats there's no hats there's yeah hats. yeah there's hats there isn't there's baseball caps there's ball caps <laughs> that's it there's baseball and i like a baseball cap i don't know I mean, the ball baseball. cap is the superior type of hat wear I mean, for sure habits. for sure it's certainly the most common but i think if you find a decent haberdasher worth his salt i think you can find yourself uh something perhaps in a fedora a trelby a uh pork pie something uh, uh, i i don't i'd never want to see one of you guys wearing a fucking fedora that would just oh god oh <laughs> <laughs> what if it has a little card that says press in the rim <laughs> You're not you're not gonna like my um my wedding outfit for you then. So, <laughs> are you gonna show up looking like Roger Stone? 
Uh, yeah. <laughs> He's got the glasses uh, and everything. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. A press on Tattoo of Nixon in the small of his back. <laughs> Listen, guys, I'm not that far. See, to be quite honest with you, I'm not a million miles at this point. No, no. That's a short trip point. you could probably walk. Yeah, I'm, I'm not a million miles away from this point about a cape. Right, because I was watching a documentary. Uh, you know, honestly, David, it, it is cape weather here this week. I'm not going to yeah, lie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I could have used a cape this morning. I was watching a documentary about Orson Welles, and I was like, he's wearing a fucking cape. Yeah. And it was magnificent. <laughs> he's just strolling about, and it's like, he seems to be unaware that he's in a cape. And I was just so impressed by one, the balls to go, ah, oh, fuck yeah. wearing a jacket. I'm going to wear a cape, me. Right, mm-hmm. and two then just strolling about, and people looked at him going, "Is that a cape?" And he's like, "Yes, that is a cape." I'll have so that's, that's that's one of the best uh, Seinfeld episodes where Larry David is playing Frank Costanza's lawyer. Mm-hmm. He's wearing a, he's got a cape on in you right. know Manhattan. <laughs> yes, like, is that man wearing a cape? <laughs> I just think it's such a great idea. I, I mean, it's practical, you know. Yes. But look, I, you know, if you get cold, you're, you're sitting waiting for the bus or something. Mm-hmm. You, you just wrap up. You wrap you're up walking around with your own blanket. It's a yeah. It's a it's a neck blanket. Yeah. You know. Yeah. Oh, I, I'm, I'm I'm a fan. Yeah. I mean, I got that was very nice yesterday. Uh, well, I mean, the shirt that Jimmy Bell put together showed up in my post. So mm-hmm. finally, uh, four, about four years after David sent it to me. Right. Uh, yeah. My my. So I, I wore that yesterday because, you know, when I bartend, I try to at least be respectful to the position. You know, I, I, I don't think you need to, to get a waistcoat on and the mm-hmm. weird little arm clip things that hold your sleeves up and whatnot. But I try to wear a collared shirt. And mm-hmm. thankfully, the 2010 shirt is a collared shirt. So, uh, yeah, it was well appointed for bartending shift last night. It was, uh, let, it, it was nice. let it never be said, right, that I don't let shots out of the ones to, you know. <laughs> mm-hmm. Now, it did take 10 months from me saying to Shane, well, I've got one of them you can have, right, to actually <laughs> getting around to sending it. And well, well never... and then the U.S. postal system, you know. But yeah, once they, once they arrived like... at the country... I think what it took three weeks longer than Todd's to actually show up. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, because so. Todd got his like a couple of weeks before you, and it was yeah, like yeah, they were the exact same day. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, I did. Uh, I did. By the way, thank you for the uh, the Alan Partridge shirt made its debut on stage. Uh, oh, excellent! On Saturday. <laughs> so it was a delighted to hear it. Mm-hmm. And uh, did it get a laugh? Uh, it. Those who knew knew. Yeah. <laughs> In fact, one guy, uh, I, I was having dinner afterwards, and um, weirdly, there's like, m- like my favorite restaurant I go to is a place called Tall Boys, uh, which was a local just up the street from me, um, who have uh, all kinds of Ontario craft beers in tall cans, oh, hence hmm. the name. And uh, the last time I was there was in November, and I just put in my order, and the guy beside me, English accent, goes his are you a comedian? I go, yeah. He goes, yeah, we talked here last time. I was steaming. And I went, that is right. Yes, that is correct. <laughs> and, uh, and so we were talking uh, about TV and, you know, all, all, all things British. And I showed him the shirt and he's like, I know this, but I don't know why. And I went, Alan Partridge. And he goes, oh, fuck. And then he fell off his stool. So, well, he, so he didn't go, aha. 
Aha, yes, uh, exactly. Uh, Which should have been. Should have been. I left him with an aha. That's yeah. a big and goal, then, isn't it? Yeah. Really? Yeah. There's yeah. there's no you know, it, it was it was right there. Yeah. And he yeah. just hasn't gone for it. So no. yeah, no, that's all. So him. I went and I threw a monkey in the sea. Just <laughs> <laughs> oh, got the fine. red mist in front of me. Well, we are gonna keep this one shorter, so let's just we're gonna we're gonna fire in. We got plenty of questions, so mm-hmm. Let's rifle through these here pretty quick. A uh, couple of people, of course, chiming in this morning asking what stuff about Jimmy. I think I think we gave you the, the mm-hmm. 20 minutes there that uh, so. hopefully get you through. But uh, our good buddy Ian Hendry, mm-hmm. Ryan, wants to know, if John Lundstrom was shagging your missus, what are you cooking him for a post-copulation meal? Whatever he asked for. Exactly. <laughs> Off the top of my head, if it was just thrown to me, something sweet and savory, so like French toast and bacon. I, you know, I made a really, really good like one pot the uh, chicken parmesan the other night. Oh, that's fun. That was, that was nice. Yeah. Well, you know, I was kind of looking for stuff that the boy would be able to to cook. You know, because he's getting mm-hmm. to that age, he wants to try. Start yeah. cooking, you know, like usually when I cook, you're talking about like five pots and. Stay the fuck out of the kitchen is yeah. mm-hmm. my most common refrain. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, no, it was like I'll try this. I'll see how this works. Threw mm-hmm. it all together, and it was it was quite tasty. And actually, I saw some leftover. And as we all know, leftover pasta is the best yes. kind of pasta. It is the best. Uh, it's, no, it is because it soaks up the yep the sauces. Yes. Right. So yeah, right right when I get done here, before I start editing this thing, I'm yep. eating pasta. And so. John Lundstrom, good hard man up the middle. So. <laughs> um, it's funny, actually, you mentioned. Do you remember I told you about that ninja oven thing? Right? Mm-hmm. Uh, I won because we had the standoff as to who would yeah. get the instructions. And Sally, eventually, I knew her curiosity would, would eventually get the better of her. Yes. Get the better of her so yeah. she went in. So Sunday, Sunday, right? Sunday. Mm-hmm. A, a day that actually the word roast has been added to. Right? Yes, that's right. Yes, right. That's right. Sally says to me, and I can smell cooking smells from the kitchen, right? So I was like, oh. And Sally says, uh, I just want to test how good that that is, uh, you know, roasting. I said, oh, brilliant. She went, yeah, so I've done one today. Um, go and help yourself, okay? Okay. And I, I open up, I'm thinking beef, ideal, you know, mm-hmm. traditional. Yeah. But but lamb would be nice. Uh, mm-hmm. I'd be quite happy with that. Or even like a good, a good pork I'm roast. finding it concerning that you yep. don't have an idea what this is before you've approached the thing. <laughs> I mean, what can it be? It's going to be some sort of meat. But the, no, some meats I, have smells. I'm curious I, what's going to happen here. Open it up, and it's fucking parsnips and beetroot. <laughs> and I just turned out, what? And she's like, yeah, I've roasted some vegetables to go with what? And she's like, no, I'm just going to have the, the vegetables. Uh, are you fucking kidding me? She went, no, just, just help yourself to what you want. I went, what I want is a fucking roast beef sandwich. <laughs> what I have here is a fucking piece of beet, roast fucking beetroot. And what the fuck? So she literally, she, she said, well, I'm going to do some carrots as well. I'm like, well, joy be unconfined. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ. Oh. You know, also to John Lundstrom's credit, Calvin Bassey learned very quickly. Don't oh, fucking talk about it. Yes, he did. Nope. <laughs> Only thing Calvin did after he fouled him at the weekend was as he was running back, say, get the fuck up. Yep. yep. <laughs> Beautiful. Beautiful. Quite learned so, all that, boy. Yep. Yep. Did you see the footage of John Lundstrom walking in the so-called gauntlet of hate at Parkhead? <laughs> yes. Yeah. No, what was that? 
it was a swagger that yeah. honestly, I mean, he was almost 360 with his swagger, okay. right? His shoulders and the Celtic fans are trying to abuse him and he just death stares them and they all shut up. <laughs> John John Wayne Lundstrom, I think, <laughs> would have been you know, that that's what it was like. And it's like you, you forget that his great 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 granddad was a Viking. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Oh, uh, hats off, by the way, a nice uh, a nice welcome back from the Toronto Central Club uh, at the Madison. It was lovely watching the game there. And oh. uh, yeah, it's, uh, I, I had inadvertently timed it perfectly. It's like, oh, the schedule came out long after I booked my train back. Hang on. I'm nice. Worse. So, yeah, it was. Uh, Are you going uh, there Thursday? Um, I can't get away Thursday to go to the, uh, cause I'm back home now. So, uh, so it looks like I'm probably out for the Thursday for the Ottawa club, but, uh, the both finals, uh, I will fingers be in crossed. attendance. Yep. Fingers crossed. So at least one, uh, I will be darkening the door, uh, at the, uh, the Ottawa club, my, uh, yeah. my, my other home. Oh, good stuff, Nick. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, we're back, back at my pub Thursday. So beauty. More fun. Yeah. The fucking district. Yeah. <laughs> yeah I love that. The district. <laughs> I, I, I've always said that the, the district and the grape should franchise. So. Mm-hmm. Yeah. There you yeah. go. Yeah. Govan, Rockford. Mm-hmm. We're, we're, we're yeah. next, right? Yeah. You know, Mombasa. <laughs> you know, somehow Rockford's the cleaner city out of the two. That's not even that's fucking close. Fucking yep. impressive. Right. Yep, and it isn't even fucking close. I I responded to because I did not know the name of your pub, and you finally posted pictures, and it's like, uh, and I responded like Barry the Baptist yelling at a TV screen that's not working. Oh, you fucking bastard! Yeah. <laughs> uh, speaker Rock, we we had some fun weather here this week. Uh, Richard wants to know if a tornado ran amok in Parkhead, mm-hmm. how much do you think the increase in value to the stadium would be? <laughs> I think I think, I, I, I think I, it would I, erect I, into condos. I mean, I, was, I I'm sure we would get an invoice and a statement about the uh, seats being torn up. Mm-hmm. Yeah. To that effect. That, hey, that speaking of the devil, the tornado sirens are going off. I forgot it's oh, ten that's... o'clock on the first Monday of the month. So. Nice. <laughs> nice to know. All all those are tornado. Yeah. So yeah, oh, yeah. that's always if whatever hit at ten a.m. on the first Tuesday of the month. Yeah. You would be fucked. Don't <laughs> Yeah, see, that's always my thing about uh, why car alarms are the most pointless things in the whole world. Mm-hmm. Because whenever you hear one, does anybody go, oh, my God, a car is under attack. I must phone yes. the police. Or do yeah. you go, fuck it, turn that Fucking thing off. Shut mm-hmm. up. It's that. <laughs> we had we had one that was uh, we had our um, uh, my my wife's family over in our place in Toronto. And it's all street parking uh, in front of the places. And um, one of the cars across the street that was parked in, 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 on the street, the alarm went off all day, all day and all night. It got hit and something happened or something shorted. And so all through the night, the whole thing went off at like, and, and, um, the neighborhood is just a gas because the, the people who own the car are nowhere to be found. I think they went away for the cottage or something like that. It turned out. So this thing is just beep, beep, beep. And it's weird. The, the second night it stopped. They're like, Oh, the battery ran out or something. Nope. Um, there was a broken side mirror. 
<laughs> or a broken side window that uh, yeah they they took out the thing and um, we all know who did it every single one of us I'm looking at you Jim um, because the grin that he had on his face when uh, when we said so. The car alarm went off. The grin that he had when he said, yeah, I noticed that That's can crazy. only can only be described as shit eating. So, yeah, yeah I, I, when I lived in Knoxville, there was one um, there was like a parking lot, like kitty corner, the front of my building. And I lived right at the front of my building. Right. And on one Saturday night, a car alarm started going off. And mm. I mean, it was Saturday night, so I was. Fairly drunk, didn't really care. You could pass out anyway, you know. But then when I woke up on Sunday morning, there was a car alarm going off. And right. so I went to, you know, check with the neighbors and I went to check at the building next door and nobody mm-hmm. seems to know. And oh, fuck, all right. So I go get breakfast and I stop at the local and, you know, have a couple beers with the guys, watch some football, come back. There's a car alarm going off. <laughs> so. Recognizing that it was a Dodge Stratus and knowing that the battery's in the front wheel well, mm-hmm. I went and got a jack out of my car and figured, fuck, the alarm's going off already. Nobody's going to know if I'm fucking with this thing. Right. Jacked mm-hmm. up the car, took the wheel off, popped the battery off, put the wheel back on, and set it back down. <laughs> so, <laughs> it's all my problem. Beautiful. <laughs> mm. uh, see, Gavin Break want to know what would be the Crow Pod Ten Commandments? I got to give Oof. Scotia 80 credit here. He's. He, Chopped in here with Psalm 95.7. For he is mm-hmm. our God, and we are the people of his pasture and the Sebco of his hand. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. Um, I think that's a nice one. Uh, we are legion, for we are many, and they're not allowed. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I think if you're doing Ten Commandments, uh, I think there'd be certain ones like, uh, thou, shalt not, thou shalt not sell a ticket for over face value. Uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah, that was something one. that was that was uh, very much mm-hmm. brought into me. Uh, thou I, shalt I, already know this, but thou shalt bathe. The, the, <laughs> yeah. the, thou, thou shalt stand at away games and sit at half time. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> thou shalt also follow this for Hamden. Mm-hmm. Um, you know that that that's the thing. Certainly, this is one uh, that that has become. Uh, and I, I don't know if this is my generation only because it seems so weird to me but um, but uh, I don't know if it, it holds for younger people which is um, thou shalt not charge people for a season ticket that you can't use oh right? mm. if you if you have a season ticket and you can't go to, for a particular week and you give it to a friend don't charge them they should yeah. offer you and you should say no and they could buy you a couple of drinks or whatever right mm-hmm. Um that though doesn't extend to special matches where you have to pay extra for Correct. the ticket. So, yeah. for instance, Thursday night, if someone um, has given you his season ticket that he's paid, but you should give him the money for mm-hmm. that one. For the um, yes. And again, this was just something that was, you know, in in the package of how to be a Ranger supporter. This was laid. Thou shalt learn the ballads. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yep. Is, is another one thou shalt know them off by heart mm-hmm. uh, and here's a modern one thou shalt not film on a supporter's bus or supporter's pub no mm-hmm. shit correct <laughs> yeah, also, can I add to that? even if you're out of the country don't do it <laughs> <laughs> 
We're looking Nasa at you, Narsa Convention. We are looking at you. I, 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 I would hope people learn right. that lesson with uh, with a They leash, will be told. But, uh, they mm. will be told. And yeah. uh, you know, pain of pain of death. Uh, mm-hmm. We we always say that at live shows, and then right at the start, uh, and and kind of reiterate it. But one time, one guy had the camera out, and the next thing, I saw like four of our audience go up and go, "Get off!" <laughs> yeah. Well trained. Well yeah, trained. I am looking forward to um, uh, going to Vegas and not having the phrase "trip off my tongue." Uh, most commonly, we are the people. It'll be, "What are you doing?" Yeah, don't, <laughs> don't, don't film that. Just, oh. actually, it, it, you know, it's it's uh, it, it it it's silly and it's pointless because it's just you know, you guys were singing the sash. Yes, perfectly reasonable yeah. thing to yep. sing. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Like, and it, it just right. saves Would you, you like to join in? Yeah. Um, Do you uh, also that, know the? I mean, you clearly know the words. So yeah. Uh, well, of course, you know. <laughs> right. Yeah, and you spend your life on the internet looking for it, so you must <laughs> like it. Yes. Uh, Will wants to know what's going to happen first here. Uh, okay. Their investigation into the weekend's missile throwing being completed, or the building of a bridge to Ulster. Mm-hmm. I think I might get building to a bridge to Mercury before yeah, uh, I know, yeah. that report hits the, hits right. the bat. Um, I mean, come on. They, they have a great history of uh, knocking out these internal investigations. Oh, they? yes. Yeah, 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 yeah. They, they've got a great history of telling you they are. Mm-hmm. Um, yes. Yes. Actually, yes. Actually getting to the point of can we see yeah, it? Production. But, uh, Trump, and, yeah. Yeah. Trump's tax returns for 2016 will come out before the yeah. <laughs> finalization of this. Mate, the JFK. Before that, before mm-hmm. that happens, uh, yeah. it's just it's it's not what they do. They uh, they are not normal investigation people. No, well, worst detectives in the room. People, just, yeah. you know, you, you could drop out that middle word there, funny. Yeah, uh, that was, that was uh, <laughs> a phrase the the Gubbin FF years ago came up with, and it's still perfect. He's like, they are not normal people. No, um, no, no. Uh, just accurately, whenever we try and apply logic to them, just shake your head and say, "What am I doing?" Yeah, yeah. Yep. That's that's how you end up, you know, like Michael Stewart, just. Uh, yeah, know, he handled that well, didn't he? Rage tweeting and. Uh, yeah. mm-hmm. Spending yeah. the day rage tweeting after being forced, after to, being forced to apologize for. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. What, what I thought was, you know, but anyone else would go, I need to do this. I don't want to. So what I'll do is I will tweet it and then I'll just go away from Twitter for a few days. Right. Right. Yep. Yeah. But no problem Michael, solved. Michael's uh, pride, which is generally a, uh, you know, a, an over sense of pride is generally somebody that's overcompensating. And I think in this instance, it's fair enough to say that, mm. uh, you know, uh, he has to then go in a big Sevco run, not realising that Rangers fans are just pissing themselves laughing at him. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It was hilarious. Yeah, I, I yeah. Uh, uh, somebody had asked, you know, was there a bigger, I don't know, no mark apology. And the, the only one I could think of was when Keevans had to apologize to Chris back in uh, 2015. Of course, the, the difference being that Stewart's original bullshit actually had Jim Trainer attacked. Mm-hmm. Um, so he, he didn't specifically apologize for that part either, which I found, uh, you know, I would say par for the course with him. Uh, I, I did also find the classy that. He posted his apology in a two-part screenshot that he posted in reverse order. Um, <laughs> yes, I saw was, that. Uh, yeah. yeah, yeah. 
spacky fuck came and figure out how to use his goddamn mobile phone still. Mm-hmm. Good mm-hmm. SMP candidate, though. I mean, yeah. I, th- I, th- I think if he tries it again, he could really win this time. Yeah. You know? The Canadian comedy community is riddled with um, uh, the non-apology apology. Yeah. Riddled yeah. with it. Uh, well, one in I've, particular I've... I was just talking about with other comics this week, and we go, whatever happened to them? <laughs> whatever oh right uh and and i was doing some research and sadly one of the um we we, we lost um uh, a comic recently to he committed suicide matt billen uh very 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 funny guy and he was one of the guys that was targeted by someone who was eventually outed for being an abuser themselves ah. so um not that matt was a uh, matt was not a um uh he was not an abuser he uh he made what he thought was a uh on uh, side joke uh, about the LGBTQ community to uh, the pleasure of many of that community and one person uh, who was the golden child at that point for the LGBTQ and, and trans community um, came out against him and uh, just brought the onslaught onto him Damn. and uh, not great and uh so matt kind of you know things dried up for him and then it eventually turned out that this um champion of uh great white knightery uh was an abuser (laughs) themselves and uh has not been heard from since and uh now sadly uh, matt is no longer with us so i can't i can't help but think that that was also part and parcel of it so it's sad but yeah yeah comedy yeah yeah hey Football. That fucking happy not to end the show on Todd. Yeah, okay, do another question quick. (laughs) Chris Wesso is 43 too old to pretend to be John Lundstrom at fives this week. Absolutely not. Nope, (laughs) absolutely not. Nope. (laughs) Fucking no. Here, we'll we'll try this one. This is a good one to end on for a shitty, shitty, shitty day. Shitty Mm -hmm. day. Uh, And uh, just so folks know, like, we kind of had to talk ursels into doing this. Yes. Right. It was was a group effort to be. We really want to. Can we do it tomorrow? No, we can't. Yeah. Should we? Oh, fine. Yep. Let's let's go. <laughs> so, <laughs> Cal must know. Uh, <laughs> he apparently had a really good weekend. Okay. <laughs> uh, he watched. Well, he had eighty percent of a good weekend. <laughs> okay. <laughs> he watched Smokey and the Bandit one and oh. two, Cannibal yes! Run one yes, and yes, two, yes, 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 or yes, Hooper. Yes. <laughs> now I can tell you which one you get rid of immediately. It's called Cannibal Run Two. What yes. the fuck is yes. wrong Goodbye. with you, man? Cannonball right. Run Two right. isn't great, but it's still Cannonball Run. Damn it! Uh, yeah, but Hooper is that, massively Hooper. underrated. Mm-hmm. Hooper is a fantastic film. Really is. Uh, yeah, the Cannibal Run Two rivals Rat Race. Yeah, for <laughs> it's bad. I mean, it's not really a movie, is it? It's just a kind of series of well, you're it's, famous, you walk on. Yeah, for a minute. Well, I mean, that, it's, a, it's, the, it's the Caddyshack two of the Cannonball yeah. Run series. Right, right, right. <laughs> Who would have thought they didn't have a second movie in them? No, it's basically like the, the first one made a shit ton, so this will make at least half that. So yeah, let's, yeah, let's yeah, yeah. It, which you know is, is understandable. Um, if you want a great but a very underrated but classic. Uh, my friend, then go and watch The End, which is an incredibly dark comedy. Mm-hmm. Uh, it wouldn't get made now, uh, but Burt Reynolds is told that he, his character is told that he's terminally ill, so he 
tries to kill himself, but he fails and he wakes up in, uh, as Dom Delis puts it, the booby hedge, um, because they find the term <laughs> nut house offensive. Uh, <laughs> and he tries to enlist Dom Delis as an inmate's help in killing himself. Uh, and uh, much, genuinely, much hilarity ensues. Um, uh, it is a, an absolutely tremendous movie. Mm-hmm. That, as I say, just would not get made. Now, can you imagine going in with that premise? Okay, most yeah. of it is like Gator wouldn't get made now. Um, uh, you know, like they, they they remade The Longest Yard and made it fucking yeah. terrible. They did. Um, Hogan's Machine. They remade uh, made fucking terrible. Yeah. I can't remember who the comic was, but the pitch meeting for Hogan's Heroes. <laughs> yeah. It. Oh, I think it's Gilbert Gottfried. I think it's Gilbert Gottfried, and it's one of his early jokes of like, I have a sitcom idea for you, Nazi Germany. Nazi, uh, <laughs> at a prison camp. Yeah, at a prison camp. One of them's black, and they keep confusing him for Nazi uh, soldiers undercover. By the way, it's a comedy. Yeah, see, I love stuff like that, because it was like, yeah, why not? And now you know that people just instantly hear it and go, no, 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 we can't do that. Um, and, and honestly, watch it. It's it's a brilliant, brilliant movie. It's got all the all the gang. It's got Sally Field. It's got mm-hmm. Bart. It's got um, right. uh, uh, Dom DeLuise in it. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it does sound as though it's going to be really depressing. It's really not. Yeah. Um, uh, it's it's this okay. incredible. Sorry, anything with like Bird and Sally Field, you're 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 in a good you're in a good spot right there. Yeah. Right. The, again, Hooper. Just add Adam West. Yeah. It's mm-hmm. fucking brilliant. Just a shame <laughs> that these kids couldn't couldn't make it work, isn't it? Mm-hmm. Uh, I would I would add to the list of fantastic Burt Reynolds performances. Um, uh, him in Boogie Nights is mm-hmm. unparalleled. Yeah. It's one of my favorite uh, Wes Thomas Anderson movies. And um, the uh, his episode of um the larry sanders show yes beyond reproach i also i i also want to have a shout out for evening shade it's not very good but i still love it it's got it's got but it's got marilu henner and it one more d1 right right well i'm also he's in a couple episodes of uh archer as well actually voicing himself which Mm -hmm. are fucking fantastic he's in a fantastic episode of the golden girls yeah oh yeah yeah um, which you should seek out. Uh, the Golden Girls, by the way, is you know they started showing it during lockdown in Britain again, and it had a bit of a resurgence because I think people who maybe uh, I'd slightly forgotten this to be fair. And I watched it the first time round, but I think other people um, might have. It's fucking vicious. Oh, it is. The way they speak to each <laughs> yeah. other is apt. You know, like at one point, Blanche says, uh, oh, do you know what I hate? She's talking about cleaning up after a party. She goes, do you know what bit of a party I hate? And Rose, without looking up, goes, uh, trying to get your underwear back from the big pile in the middle of the room. <laughs> <laughs> there is there is one line that I will never forget. And it's just a th- it's it's not even the best joke in that five minute segment, but yeah. it's, they're coming, they're coming in. Betty White's camped out at the, the kitchen table. Um, Blanche and B. Arthur uh, kind of walk in and it's obvious that B. Arthur has a pizza in her hand. She's carrying a pizza box <laughs> and Blanche goes, we brought, we brought home dinner and Betty White turns around, looks at them both and says, what did you get? And Bland er, and B. Arthur just looks at her, looks at the box, looks back and goes a bucket of chicken. <laughs> <laughs> her, her 
the her uh, delivery of those put downs, especially to Rose, were just mm-hmm. she was. I mean, the four of them. That that's why it was. The four of them were absolutely yeah. too bad. But uh, if Betty White and B. Arthur at their very peak doesn't mm-hmm. make you laugh, I'm sorry, you have no soul. Did you see the flashback episode? Yes. Did we did, oh, yeah. did we, we talk did we talk about this? No. Okay, so there was a flashback episode, not of within the series. They flashed back to when B. Arthur's character was a woman. was was a young woman and yeah. married, right, to her husband. Yeah. And they're in like this kind of like to Stanley. To Stanley, yes. Yeah. And um, so Stanley comes in, and you know the mother is still there, just looks slightly younger uh, than she is, Estelle Getty. And um, the uh, Stanley comes in and he has his dinner and he's obviously, he, you know, they're, they're both angry at each other because that's the thing. And so he's uh, going to leave the apartment and uh, B. Arthur goes, B. Arthur, the young B. Arthur, uh, played by oh, an actress who did it perfectly, just yeah. completely nailed what a young B. Arthur would look like, kind of look like her as well. It was perfect, perfect caster. And uh, she goes, where are you going? And he goes, I'm getting some air. She goes, there's air in the house. And he goes, I like <laughs> beer with my air. Slam. <laughs> uh, it was just, it was brilliantly written and brilliantly conceived. And yeah, so there's some, there's some great stuff out there, folks. Yeah. That, yeah I think we could all do a bit of cheering up before yeah. we, well, we get locked into Thursday. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, and actually, you know, this is, since I brought it to your guys' attention again this weekend, and since Todd just reminded me of Gilbert Gottfried again, I'm going to go ahead and give the, the listeners at the end of this show five minutes of Gilbert Gottfried screaming at people on Hollywood Square. Beautiful. <laughs> Beautiful. <laughs> because it's five it was, of the funniest minutes of television ever. <laughs> it was wonderful. Oh, it's so good. So if, if you need a laugh, uh, Hang on, on, a, on a pretty yes. shitty day here. St- stick around. There's five minutes at the end of this. Of mm-hmm. again, G- Gilbert Godfrey. I'll give you the setup here. They, they both of them need Gilbert to win mm-hmm. on Hollywood yeah. Squares. Hollywood Squares. <laughs> and uh, yeah, it, it well, it goes from there. So, mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, but yeah, no, that's gonna do it. Like I said, we're gonna keep it short because uh, mm-hmm. again, we had to talk ourselves into doing the show at all today. So. Uh, hopefully next Tuesday, we've got a lot to, uh, talk about over the next coming weeks. Cause, yes. uh, I, 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 I feel good. I don't know. Thursday. So, uh, I feel good. Yeah, it's, it's, it's exactly what we said we would take last week. We would take yep. a Braga result and come home and have to win. I mean, cause it's the same either way. We, we got to win at home. doesn't matter. We win at home. Yep. yep. To get win to the European final, we got to win a football match at Ibrox. We can do yep. this. Yes. Yep. So, I, you know, I, I I still wish we had Alfredo, but, uh, you know, that's that's the shakes when your national team keeps calling you up, not playing you, and sending you back injured. Injuring you. So, yes. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, well. uh, but, uh, anyway. Uh, Todd, of course, you can find all his stuff at HeyIt'sTVA.com. Find him on mm-hmm. Twitter at HeyIt'sTVA. That's Hi. right. What do you got, Todd? Yeah. Uh, whew, a big rest after the uh, the yeah. weekend. Um, I've got uh, got some private functions that are going on. Uh, but you can find any dates, yeah, that's virtual or otherwise. Life, Todd. We don't. That's right. Yes. Uh, under the under the covers of night. <laughs> <laughs> um, hey, hey, it's John Lundstrom. Nice. Um, <laughs> uh, if they go to heystva.com slash calendar, they'll find it all there. Yeah. Uh, don't forget, of course, find Todd's uh, other comedy above the pub, mm-hmm. which you can find anywhere where all his shit is. So, mm-hmm. again, yeah. if you need to laugh, 
<laughs> Todd is a comedian. There you are. This is this is what we keep him around for. Enjoy. You see. <laughs> David, of course, all his shit uh, on the Heart and Hand Network. You can find him on Twitter at Rocks Rocks. Thanks, David. Ah, a pleasure. Uh, yeah, back in after my wee sojourn to Germany last week. Uh, can we just say, uh, incidentally, that to the person who uh, ended his subscription last week, and uh, with the, the announcement to to poor Colin who'd filled in for me, I signed up for David Edgar. Uh, I am back <laughs> on the site this week. Um, poor Colin, uh, oh. got that one. But to, to that guy, if you're listening, you know, I'm back, mate. Um, I was just away for three days, and uh, hopefully I'm, I'll be away once more this year. But uh, yeah. otherwise, uh, I'm, I'm back and doing my thing. That is harsh. Yeah, that was harsh, man, yeah. yeah. And I it mean, was difficult for me because, you know, we've lost fair, a subscriber, but... which is bad, but it put... Yeah. It put people in their place and reminded them who the star is, which was good. So, mm-hmm. you know, bittersweet, I think it's fair to say. Mm-hmm. Well, I was uh, a couple of people reach out who tried to like do the, you know, again, you can go to the copelandbroad.org and click on support. Apparently, it hasn't been working for a couple of weeks, so I have a ticket into Anchor. Um, if you did, like, the only thing with the support thing on there is it comes out monthly. If you want to just do like a one time thing, if you guys go to my Twitter handle, there's like a mm-hmm. buy me a coffee link and you yes. can just go on there and be like, oh, you know, here's a few bucks or whatever. I, 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 I don't expect anybody to set up like a monthly direct deposit to give to give us money. But if you do like the show, it's a, it's a lot of coffee, can, as we discussed. Yeah, well, it actually yeah. says buy Shane a Ranger scarf. So oh, you can, you can go nice. on there and like pick three bucks or ten bucks or whatever. You can do whatever the hell you want. So uh, and also we hopefully will have something here at the end of the season like I said as we talked about last week to give away to people who do support the show so I will make a decision on that uh, once we don't have football to worry about <laughs> so. <laughs> like I said that'll do it uh, stick around Gilbert Gottfried here yelling at people for mm-hmm. five minutes so you can go laugh on the, on a shitty day so yeah. that's it if you're going Thursday please be safe enjoy the football and we'll talk to y'all next week Bye. Some people call me the space cowboy. Yeah. Gilbert Gottfried. Gilbert Gottfried. Again. Five square win. Gilbert, Playgirl Magazine's clinical sexologist, says, I, I think we should be able to talk about sex the way we talk about what? Soft-boiled eggs, because they don't take under three minutes. No, I know this one, because I pose for Playgirl. You don't actually see anything, because my thumb was in the way. I'm going to say food. I'll disagree. Valerie going for a five square win here. Where are you going? Gilbert Gottfried wow, for the win. What a surprise. Okay. <laughs> Gilbert, in a, in a poll, 94% of Hungarians compared to only 46% of Americans said doing this was necessary to feel fulfilled. Doing what? Seeing Wayne Newton live. <laughs> <laughs> um, having a child. I disagree. You fool! <laughs> child is correct, David. Oh David. Gilbert Godfrey. Gilbert Godfrey. You're so fucking. All right, Gilbert. He loved it.
here we go. When she, this happened first season too, didn't it? When she heard that Phileas Fogg had done it in 80 days, journalist Nellie Bly beat him by doing it in 72 days. What did she do? Get through to the cable company. <laughs> Trust me. Trust me. Uh, this is rowing the Atlantic. I'm agreed. You fool! <laughs> she went around the world in 72 days. If you're just tuning in, welcome to the Gilbert Gottfried Show. Gilbert Gottfried. Uh, its French designer named it the Atom because of its small size and the explosive effect a woman would have when she wore it. Today, it's better known as... It's in my pants! <laughs> but your thumb's covering it. Yeah. It's covering it right now! <laughs> the tube top! I agree! You fool! <laughs> So, David, back to you. Get it out for you. Gilbert, what significance does 1908 have if you were a Chicago Cubs fan? Uh, that's the year you were in Chicago. <laughs> okay. It's the last perfect pitch game. Steve Austin is a big, bad, professional wrestler fully known as... Tubby! <laughs> no, I know this one! Yeah. I used to wrestle with Steve Austin. <laughs> the Crusher. The Crusher. I'll agree. You fool! <laughs> By the way, if we run out of time during this or any other game, we're all going out for drinks. <laughs> the, the, word, the word smog comes from what two words? Uh, smelly fog. <laughs> no, it's smoke and fog. Smoke and fog. I'm going to agree. Smoke and fog! <laughs>